Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Three and Out podcast. This is episode 58. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and going solo here once again. A lot going on in the world of the NFL right now. We've got the postseason going on right now. We just had a divisional round last weekend. We got the NFC and AFC championship games going on this weekend. And a lot of news in the coaching world as well. Let's start off with that. So it's only two job openings right now. It started the offseason, started off with eight coaching vacancies. You had four in the NFC, four in the AFC. You had the Patriots job was open. You had the Raiders job was open. You had the Chargers job was open. And who's the other team in the AFC that had an opening? The Chargers, it was the Raiders, it was New England, and the Titans. Titans job, because Mike Vrabel got fired. And then over in the NFC, you had my Commanders, you had Atlanta, you had Seattle, and the Panthers. So we got some coaching news over the past couple of days. We got Jim Harbaugh, that's probably the biggest name is going to the Chargers, took the Chargers job. We found out that Raheem Morris is taking the Falcons job. And we got um, the offensive coordinator from the Bucks, uh, Dave Canales. He's taking the Panthers job. And he's saying that Seattle and the Commanders are probably going to wait until after the NFC and AFC championship games to select their coach. So they might be looking at somebody on one of those staffs on the teams that are playing in the those championship games, but <clears throat> yeah, very interesting with these coaching hirings. But I think Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers, I think that's going to do wonders for Justin Herbert. I think he's going to, everywhere Jim Harbaugh has been, been, he's been successful, whether it's at Michigan, whether it's with the 49ers, I think he's going to have that same success with the Chargers. And we're going to get the Harbaugh Bowl again, too, because I think the Chargers and Ravens, they, they say they play again next season, so that's going to be brother versus brother. Last time we saw that was in the Super Bowl, one of the 49ers Ravens Super Bowl, where we got the Harbor, Harbor brothers going up against one another. So very, very interesting. Look, I wish all these coaches well. I was really happy for Antonio Pierce getting that Raiders job because he did a very good job at the interim coach taking over during the season. And I was very happy he got the job. I think a lot of the players and everybody in the fan base, they really wanted him to get that job. So I was very happy for him. And it looks like most likely Brian, I'm not uh, Brian, but um, Bill Belichick, he could be without a job because they were saying that he was going to be the favorite to be the Falcons coach. But they went in a different direction and they said those talks kind of died out. And they went with Raheem Morris. So he could be without a job because I don't think Seattle has any interviews or anything set up with him. And then with the commanders, they said they're interested in Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator. And they had another interview with uh, Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator. So I don't think he's going to get either one of those jobs. He could very well be without a coaching job. He could actually probably sit out this season. I don't know if he'll get a TV gig or he maybe get a gig as a defensive coordinator somewhere, maybe get a front office gig or something like that. But the way things are looking right now, he could very well go into next season and not have a job on an NFL team, which would be very, very, it'd be the first time in a long time that we haven't seen Brian, um, Bill, not Brian, I want to keep saying Brian, Bill Belichick on a 
team. He was with uh, New England for all those years with Brady and winning those Super Bowls. And of course, the last few years, there with Mac Jones and things didn't go that well. But yeah, that would be a very interesting development, development to see him not have a team going into next season. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out ultimately in the long run. And back to my commanders. I don't think I got the chance to talk about this on air, but they hired a brand new general manager, Adam Peters. Uh, 21 years of NFL uh, front off experience. He was with the 49ers from 07 to 2003 as assistant general manager and v, uh, uh, VP uh, player of personnel, or vice president of player personnel. He's with Denver from 2009 to 2016, director of college scouting, assistant director of college scouting and national and regional scout. And he's with the Patriots from 2003 to 2008 as a scout. So he definitely has a lot of experience. He, those, I mean, those are teams he helped win Super Bowls with some of those teams and was very good in putting those teams together. So I'm very happy that we picked him up as a general manager. That was a very good move for us. And now we just got to find our head coach. Look, it's been a, it's going to be a very interesting offseason for the commanders. They had the number two pick in the draft. They have cap space. Going to have a new head coach, new ownership, new general manager. Things are definitely looking up for the commanders, and I'm happy for them. Because when you see teams like the Lions, they've been doing. You see teams like Houston, who was awful last season. They got the number two pick, drafted C.J. Stroud. This year, they turned it around, made the playoffs, won their division, won a playoff game. So, hey. It can be done. It can be done. So they definitely are heading heading in the right direction for sure. But let's get into the games for the divisional round from last week. We had some very, very good matchups here. I was very the playoff games have been very good so far this season. I've been quite, quite, quite impressed with the games we've seen so far. And let's see. Let's start with the games from we had games Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, just waiting for this to pop up here. So I can get the scores and everything. Ah, there we go. All right. So we started off with the games on Saturday. We had the Ravens 34 to 10 against the Texans. Now the game at halftime, it was very close. It was 10-10, but I heard Lamar Jackson went in that locker room and gave gave one of those speeches. And they came out there that second half, and it was a totally, totally different game. They ran away with this one 34 to 10. And the Ravens are going to the AFC championship game. I'm happy for the Ravens. It seems like Lamar Jackson and the team, they're on a mission. They are determined to get back to the Super Bowl. And Houston didn't feel any shame. They took big strides this year, making the postseason. They look at they got a quarterback, they got a good coach, and Demeco Ryan's. They are definitely a team on the rise. They should feel no shame here whatsoever. They will definitely be back, back next season. Lamar was sixteen for twenty-two, one hundred fifty-two passing yards, two touchdowns. He also had eleven carries, one hundred rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. I've been very impressed with Lamar Jackson this year. He finally has some weapons outside of just the running backs and the tight ends. He's got some legit wide receivers, and he seems like he's not just – he's still making plays with his legs, too, but he's also making plays with his arm, too. He's got the receivers and everything, so he's got a very, 
very good balanced offense over there in Baltimore, along with having a great defense. The Ravens have always had great defenses. Defense has always been big over there in Baltimore, but now they have the offense to match said defense. So they are moving on to the AFC championship game. And then it was 49ers versus Packers. 49ers won this one 24-21. Very, very close game here. Debo Samuels got injured in this game, and I'm not sure if he's going to be able to play in the NFC championship game. But, yeah, if he can't go, I mean, you still got good weapons on the 49ers, but losing Samuels, he's definitely one of the ones that kind of helped. Help get that offense going along with Christian McCaffrey and Kittle and everything, but we'll see how we'll see how it plays out. But the Packers, too, once again, very much like Houston, they shouldn't feel any shame whatsoever. They are definitely another team that's on the rise. I mean, Jordan Love, you went into Dallas and you beat the Cowboys, beat them soundly, and it almost was very close to winning this game, too. So once again. They should not feel any shame whatsoever. Those are, those are two teams that are on the rise, Green Bay and Houston, with two young quarterbacks in Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud. So I'm very curious to see what both of them do next, next season. But the 49ers are advancing to the AFC – not AFC, excuse me, NFC championship game. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do because this is back-to-back years. They went last year. They were a healthy quarterback away from winning – that game last year. If they had a healthy quarterback, I think they might would have beaten Philly. It might have been 49ers in the Super Bowl last year, but they just didn't have a healthy quarterback, which was so, so unfortunate. And they lost Trey. Trey Lance. They lost Jimmy G. And Brock Purdy went down. I mean, it was, I've never seen like a team lose that many quarterbacks in the course of a season. That was crazy, crazy, crazy. And then on to the Sunday games, you had the Lions beating the Buccaneers, 31-23. to 23. The Lions are probably the feel-good story of the NFL. For all my life, the Lions have been horrible, horrible, awful teams. Went 0-16 one year. And now they are 1-1 away from going to the Super Bowl. Dan Campbell has done an amazing job with that team, amazing job with that organization. I'm very proud of them. I'm happy for the city of Detroit. I'm sure Eminem and Big Sean and Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and all of them are just so ecstatic and happy to see their team do well. Buccaneers, hey, Baker Mayfield, going in there, filling in for Tom Brady. There weren't there were a whole lot of expectations for him, and he went in there and played well. He got them the, um, a playoff win. The previous week, and I think he definitely deserved a contract extension. Would I break the bank for Baker Mayfield? No, but I'd at least give him maybe a one, two-year deal and bring him back there next season and see how it goes. He did. He definitely exceeded a lot of people's expectations because they probably weren't well, people weren't expecting much of him. They said, you know, Baker Mayfield, number one pick. He was with the Browns. He was with the Panthers, he's with the Rams. He was kind of been, you know, bouncing around from team to team to team. They really didn't expect much from him, and he went in there and he proved a lot of people wrong. So we'll see what happens with Baker Mayfield next year. And last but not least, we had the Bills and the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes having to go on the road for the first time in his playoff career. Went into Buffalo and got the win 27 to 24 to advance to the AFC championship game and the Bills. Once again, another another missed field goal. I mean, poor Bills. 
they've had it so rough. I mean, they have very good teams, especially here recently with Josh Allen and the crew, and even back in the day. I mean, I don't understand how you go to four straight Super Bowls and not win at least one, not one Super Bowl. Even they have, I, don't, I don't think we've seen a team since then go to four straight Super Bowls and not get at least one, at least one. There may be some changes coming in Buffalo. They've had some good teams over the years. They've gotten close and everything. They still haven't quite gotten over that hump. So could we see some changes coming in Buffalo? Who knows? There are a lot of questions about the Chiefs. Losing Eric Bieniemy, the receivers and stuff weren't as strong as we've seen in previous years. And here, once again, for the sixth straight year in the AFC Championship game, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what a career. For him, I mean, first six years as a starter, he's been in the AFC Championship game every season. I mean, look at this. 2018, which is the AFC Championship game. 2019, which is the AFC Championship game, wins the Super Bowl. 2020, which is the AFC Championship game, advances to the Super Bowl. 2021, which is the AFC Championship game. 2022, which is the AFC Championship game, wins the Super Bowl. And 2023, which is the AFC Championship game. What a way to start your career. Patrick Mahomes is by far my favorite player in the league, and he's just so much fun to watch. He can throw, he can run, he can do it all out. He's like the Steph Curry of the NFL. The guy is absolutely, absolutely amazing. And then there was big rate, big ratings for that Ravens-Texans uh, game. He drew 31.8 uh, million views, the most um, watched NFL game ever. That's That's, that's crazy. I mean, people were definitely invested, invested into that game. And now we're down to the we're down to the final four. We got four teams left. We got the Ravens in Kansas City over on the AFC side and the NFC. You got this 49ers and the Lions. I wouldn't be mad with any of these matchups. I think any of these would be good Super Bowls. Whether you have Ravens 49ers, which is a rematch from Christmas. Or if you get Lions, Lions and uh, Ravens, or Kansas City, 49ers, Kansas City and Lions. I think either way, it would make for a very, very good Super Bowl. Like I say, Sunday, both of the games are on Sunday. You got Ravens, Kansas City at 3, and then 6.30, you got 49ers and Lions. I want to say 49ers and Ravens, but I'm going to go. I'm going Lions and Ravens. I'm going Lions and Ravens. I'd like to see the Lions advance, get to the Super Bowl, and go up against the Ravens. And once it's, hey, like I say, it could be a toss-up. Any one of these games could be good, but I'm going Lions and going Lions and Ravens in this one. We'll see how it ultimately ultimately plays out. But, um, yeah, that's all for me. I want to thank you all for joining me here this evening. As always, you can follow me on Twitter, at MoneymakerChris, Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23 as well as at the moneymaker 315 and also at uh, JustChris24. Follow this show's official Twitter account, at 3andOutPodcast1 over on Twitter. I still call it Twitter. I refuse to call it X. So, at 3 and Out. Podcast one, give us a follow over there. That's all for me. You guys take care, be safe as always, and I will see you next time. Peace.